All right. All right, folks, welcome back to the Jimmy O Show, coming to you from Tulane University, where the team is in the middle of fall camp. Um, instead of our normal studios, we came to them and, and, and happy to be here. Got, got, we just saw our first scrimmage, one of the one of the stars of the program, and one guy we saw a little bit of in the scrimmage, Adonis Freelu. How you doing, Adonis? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Can't lie. Yeah. How, how's uh? So first things first. You know. So we uh, most of the Tulane fans already know you, a Hornville high guy, uh, St. Charles Parish, but um, third year, right? Yes, sir. Um, and so, but you uh, you give us your thoughts. Like, how's camp been so far? How's it compared to other camps? Things like that. How you feeling about where we are? Oh yeah, camp's been an experience for sure. Uh, my first year was COVID year, so our camp was shortened like by a lot. It was only like two weeks, I think. And my second year, my sophomore year, I was just getting to the groove of things and filling it out after COVID year. So this year, I've been able to like really like polish things and just put it all together. And I feel like as a team, we're coming together and figuring out what's our strengths and weaknesses, and we just building a more bond with each other. So yeah, it's been looking real good. Very definitely gritty out there too in the trenches. So yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> and so, and, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that. So, so the um, and then last year, you know, you said you, you know, we had the hurricane problem too, of yeah. course. Um, so, but this year, you know, so far so good, and 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 a lot of bodies around. But you, you're playing, you're playing mostly a, a nose, or you playing three, or you, y'all flip. I'm not sure. Yeah, so um, with the way the defense is set up, sometimes I can play no, sometimes I'll be in the three or be even or be shade. It just depends on what the, the defensive mm-hmm. formation is on that play. Yeah, so we don't have a dedicated – in other words, we don't have a dedicated one tech slash mm-hmm. and then a dedicated three. We flip them. And what that means is for people – you know, the three tech is – it's the three technique, which is the outside shade of the of the guard, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're in that – the B gap, your B gap defender, whereas the nose tackle is – Either over the center, or over the inside of the guard, and 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 you're an a gap defender. But here we we well, I guess we it's determined by the offensive yeah, strength. Yeah, we base it off of what the offense is running. Yeah, and, and so uh, and so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because because I I think you know one of the reasons people flip them is that the three techs are easier. I think in most cases, the easier pass rush mm-hmm. place, right? Yeah. Now. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer to be the big guy that's taking on the double in, a, in the middle on a run, or do you prefer to be that guy out there on the three trying to get a one-on-one pass rush? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I feel like the three tech is the more easiest position because you just got one person you're mostly like focusing on. Uh, the nose is like the more particular. You got to be the more tough and aggressive one because you could be going against three people, two people, or just one person. So sure. it really just depends. But I'm able to play either position. So, but I, I rather prefer like being a three tech. But nose guard is not that bad for me either. So I mean, if if I was being honest, man, and I was a defensive tackle at Tulane, I'd rather be a three just because that puts me further away from yeah. sincere. To be honest. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know that you know he's a nice guy and all, but Sears looks like he wouldn't be a lot of fun to uh to, to try to try to stand up and get through to to, yeah. to get to a quarterback. Or yeah, whatever. me and Sincere definitely be battling every practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, y'all both, but you know you're both uh, low leverage players. You know you're both guys who are trying to low man wins. You know just trying to get under each other. It's both hard to yeah. to beat in that regard. Do you have any background as like a wrestler or anything? Did you do any of that growing up? Uh-huh. Uh, nah, actually, my high school coach tried to get me to do wrestling, but my mom, she was, she did not want me to do it. Yeah. She was like, strictly football and no extra <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. But it looked interesting from, like, all my teammates that wrestled us, and I seen their, like, highlights and stuff. I'm like, that looked kind of cool. 
but now I end up got a chance to do it. Yeah, that's a, uh, I always hated blocking the wrestlers. I, I think I've said it on the show before, but they, uh, re- wrestlers are good with their hands. They're good with leverage. They're good, you know, and it, it's so much of that, so much of what happens in the trenches is really hand placement, you know, where your hips are in relation to the other guy and so mm-hmm. forth, huh? Yeah, it's like wrestling and boxing both plays into two with D-line because mm-hmm. it's all hands, hips. Position it was like all the same thing. Did y'all do now? I know uh, the coach Hester, uh, new strength and condition coach. Like, I, I think there was some talk that he was going to bring in some guys to work with y'all in a little bit of hand to hand combat. Did y'all do any yeah. of that? Yeah, no. he actually did. Uh, coach Storm, he's a uh, it's like we call it hand fighting and stuff. So he was doing a lot of like bone to bone moves. Like, he was teaching a lot about pass rush and just being more physical, like with your hands and arms and things like that. So, yeah, that really helped us a lot. I feel like. You know, one thing I saw today that I haven't seen normally, like, you know, when, when you, you divide up and uh, the receivers and quarterbacks, DBs are doing Pascal, and then you do inside drill. Okay, that's normal. <laughs> and then you do the one-on-one pass rush. That's normal. But two things I saw that y'all do a little differently. I, I like how they have the first two steps, I guess, the entire line go to make it a more realistic one-on-one, right? Is that new or is that something that we've been doing for a while? Um, well, last year we did it one time, mm-hmm. but other than that, we just did like two spots, which is just like half line, so it's split. They have like a nose and a tackle on one side, mm-hmm. and the same thing on the other, or the end on each side. But this year we started to implement it more and had like more of a like a more game like look with uh, linebackers and Sam's and all that stuff in there. So yeah, I like inside more though. Like gives a more game type look. Oh yeah, inside inside drills always. Man, you become you find out the man and the boy is an mm, inside drill. Most definitely. <laughs> but 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 on the but on the pass right, what was interesting about what so what what the way y'all do it the whole line offense and defense does what I guess the first two steps but the first yeah. second of the play is all live and then everybody else stops except for the matchup. Yeah. But it actually sets the alleys and stuff like you can't. Yeah. I used to hate that. Like, we would go one man, and they, there's nothing to keep the defense in, man. He can right. go far up the field as he wants or whatever. It was unrealistic. Yeah. And uh, so I, I like that a little better. Um, but the other thing um, that, uh, that I saw that was a little different is like, yeah, I guess they've done so much past looks. You know, Nick and Dorian came down and got some of the one on one reps too. Yeah. Yeah, they've been trying to help them with their pastoral skills. And actually, those two are very talented pass rushers, and they barely even work with us with yeah. with the uh, pass rush drills and like that. They're just natural born pass rushers, so yeah, that's that's a plus for us for sure. Yeah, I think, and they make your life a lot easier. Like yeah. when you are when you are on that nose, and you got Nick threatening a gap. Yeah, they're just washing the quarterback out towards you, so you just get the sack easily. Yeah, they can't be they can't be putting two guys yeah. sitting on you when when one of them are coming up like everybody. Gap. Yeah, you got you you get a little bit freer reign because I feel like you've. Correct me if I'm wrong. You feel like if you get a one-on-one situation, that guy's got his hands full. You, you're gonna win that. Definitely, yeah. So like, well, one-on-ones. It's like since high school, I've been just good at beating one-on-ones. It's, they gotta put two people on me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so uh, as a football player, do you feel like you're a you're a better run stopper, better pass rusher? You feel like just all around, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. So um. So when I was in high school, I used to just like pass rushing. And that was just like my only thing I like to do. I like to focus on the run a little bit, but pass rush was my thing. But as I got into college, and I just realized how much like TFLs was like as good as a sack. So I used to try to up my run game. So now I'm actually starting to fall more in love with like run defense. Mm-hmm. But I've always loved sacking the quarterback. That's, <laughs> that's of course no brainer right there. Now, now speaking of sacking quarterback, did you ever get you get you one against Destrehan? 
Oh man, Destrahan. I got I got I think out of my whole high school career, I think I probably sacked the quarterback twice. They used to okay. always just run plays away from me. Even right, right. Uh, no Italian, she admitted to me. He was like, bro, that game, we just the coast was just run the ball away from me. <laughs> right. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> right, yeah. So no so I was I was asking, you know, we got we got that's a bit of rivalry. I'm from I'm yeah. from Lutcher area, but I went to St. Charles. And so in the River Parishes, everybody knows Hornville Destrahan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's big. It's like Lutcher St. James. I mean, that's just, just a, a hated robbery. Mm-hmm. And so we got we got guys from both sides of that on this. We've got yeah, Noah, Noah and uh and, and Macon on one side and you and Jaquan on another. Yeah. Um so who got the most who won the most while y'all were all there, or during your career at least? Um, well, during my career, Destrahan won the most. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I think when Jaquan was here, I think it was probably tied up. But when I was here, when I got here, they won the most. Yeah. So, yeah. And Jaquan played a little quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. like that, huh? Yeah, he played quarterback and receiver. Yeah, he was, he was pretty good. Yeah. High school ball. Yeah, very good, man. So uh, you're from, uh, I mean, you went to Hauntville High. Are you from yeah. that for your whole life? Um, nah, I'm from Ama, Louisiana. That's where I'm currently from. So, yeah. Okay. Well, aim is right there, though, right? Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah, it's right down the barrier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, that was uh, the phone book. You see, we used to have to have phone books when mm-hmm. I was growing up. When I was his age, you know, like they didn't have cell phones. Yeah, you didn't have phone no. And we had phone books, and I always see that name aim it like because it was in my phone book, mm-hmm. and it's the first city. <laughs> Right, so yeah. you open it up. Amos like, where the heck is Amos? Like, I don't even know where Amos is. It's, it's got to be close because it's in yeah, my man. phone book, but I don't even know where it is. Nah, they had a certain Walmart. It was like, where is Amos? Like, it's crazy. It's like, cause like the way it's set up, it's, you got to go through Little Linghornville and all of that, and before you get to Wagaman, then there's Amos, and it's like a small little section you wouldn't even think of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you know on the other side it's Mount Airy. There's a couple of those places. Like it's like two streets is, yeah. is, 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 the, is, is the city or the town or whatever it's called. But that's funny. Well, um, well, look. So last couple of years, you know, um, you know, you came in third. Your freshman year, we're the third. You, you came in. That was COVID year, but that was third straight bowl game. And then mm-hmm. I'm sure expecting more of the same last year. It didn't quite work out. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feeling going into the 2022 season? Is it like sort of redemption time? Is it you know, how, what's your thought on where we stand and, and what are your expectations? Oh, uh, yeah, it's most definitely redemption time, man. With this new coaching staff and this new culture that we put putting together, I feel like it's going to be way better outcome season than last season. And just the way that we're practicing and uh, how we're working on our effort and toughness and things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a way better season. Nice. And and Coach Henderson is new to you, right? He's first-year uh, defensive line coach? Yeah, Coach Robinson, yeah. Robertson. Rob, sorry, sorry. I thought it was Henderson. Um, <laughs> no, Robinson. My bad. Uh, Robertson, excuse me, like my yeah. wife's maiden name. <laughs> I better not screw that up. <laughs> um, how's it been? Uh, you know, NFL guy, uh, you know, big fella. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> uh, remind you of that. Um, so how how's he been? How's he been working with the guys? Oh yeah, I love Coach Robinson. Like he's one of the coaches that's gonna always be honest with you. Like he's not gonna sugarcoat, not gonna go around nothing. And he takes time to break down the film and show you what you're doing wrong so you can perfect it. And he always gives feedback on everything. And he just like a real family guy. Like he brought us to his house. He's fed us multiple times. So yeah, Coach Robinson might do for sure. Mm-hmm. And so, look, we got a lot of guys who are. I guess how do y'all when y'all break down when you break up film and stuff? Do the jokers come with y'all or do they go with the linebackers? How's that work? Uh, yeah, so we're together. So like, it's the jokers ends, D tackles, and nose guards. And sometimes when we install them, we split them up so it'll be 
the jokers and the ends will split up and it'll just be details yeah. and those mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But so so y'all mostly, I mean, it, it's like whatever room you're in for film, that's your closest family in the football team. Yeah. Generally speaking, I mean, I was office lineman. That's how it was with yeah. us. <laughs> I mean, we had, you know, nobody even want to come in our room because it smelled different and everything else. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, like, but the defense a lot. They all they were all like this. So yeah, uh, so, sure. so so you know, you got you back. We got Darius back. We got Eric Hicks back. We got you know. Um, uh, Anderson's back. Uh, how's Carlos been? Is he healed and he's healthy? Well, yeah, good? Carlos definitely been in the rotation. He's getting back in the smooth, straight thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's looking like he's gonna be real good too this year. Now Patrick's a new guy, mm-hmm. Patrick Jenkins. How's he been? How's he sort of acclimated? How's he look as a ball player for for us? Oh yeah, Patrick. I've been knowing Patrick since high school, and we got a lot of history together. And so yeah, he came in here. We were supposed to actually be in the class with us actually, but he went to TCU. <laughs> but besides that, uh, yeah, he came here in the spring and he just dominated and just made his presence known. And so I'm sure that this season is definitely going to be one like a breakout season for him for sure. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that from him. Now, your River Patrick, yeah, I know he's from the rival, but it looks like Noah. Noah had a lot of injuries last year as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Played some, but but on off field, looks like he's made some strides and he's mm-hmm. ready to contribute as well. Huh? Definitely, yeah. Noah is definitely a technique guy. He focuses a lot on his technique, and he also is very powerful, too. And so, yeah, we're definitely going to need him in a rotation with us for sure. So um, so is there anybody else? I mean, when I named several guys, but anybody else jumping off? Like, man, we got to watch out for this guy this year because he's about to, about to make his name. Well, I could say that, but I feel like as a whole, mm-hmm. like the way we've been working and the way we've been putting in work, I feel like this whole D-line is about to make waves, even the freshmen. So yeah, yeah, good. So for the whole D line, it's an unnamed, unnamed monster. Huh? Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be scary for real. All right, I like to hear that, man. I, I like to hear. That. I, I never like to block them, but I like to hear. Yeah. It. <laughs> uh, well, uh, how about the guys you're going against? You know, I made a joke about you know it's better be a three tap, mm-hmm. be not against sincere. But you know, of course, we've had Core Dublin retire or, yeah. or graduate, move on. Um, and we've had a, a rotating cast of guys at the right guard. What are you seeing anything out of some of the new guys or, or, or the old guys who are healthy now? Whatever, yeah. who's really come on on the offensive line that's been impressive to you? Um, well, Keenan and Prince, those two guys that just transferred in, yeah, they're looking real good too. And uh, Rashad has stepped this game up a lot from last year, and so the O line's looking like a real strong unit this year, which we really need. So yeah, yeah, you could you too. could tell Rashad. Uh, he had some struggles last year, but you could tell that there was a big-time football player in there, mm-hmm. and it was just a matter of time. And watching some of them out here, I mean, he's just a, he to me he looks like a different player. He's more confident. Yeah, he, he's healthy. Like he, you could tell he was hurt, banged up a little bit last year, and he looks like a healthier player. Um, you know, Joey looks healthier. He's moving better. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, but then I guess the, I'm interested in Kanan and, and, and Prince because mm-hmm. you know, there's a need there. And you know, the other guy who's coming back from injury. Who was getting some work at right guard was uh, Trey Tuggle mm-hmm. today. Um, I saw him and I guard some. Um, so you know you got Remitich. So, I mean, there's guys. But last year, you know, there's no secret. You know, we had some struggles up front that kind of bogged down the entire offense. We just had Shea, and we we're talking about how mm-hmm. you almost didn't get to see what the receivers did all the time because whether it was play call or the yeah. play up front, we just struggled. Whereas what I saw today in the scrimmage, I saw guys. Y'all made y'all plays. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought the defense was a little ahead, but that's where it should be in mm -hmm. camp. The defense should always be a little ahead of the offense. Yeah. But they were able – they looked cohesive. They looked like yeah. they were working together. They looked like they were able to create some seams. Mm -hmm. Y'all sense a growing confidence across the line from you that they're a more yeah. formidable opponent now? Yeah, I feel like as a, as a group they've come together and, like, they're, they're a real brotherhood because I, I see them at the practice. They're always working with each other, working out, like, technique drills and stuff like that. And they're always, like, taking each other out to eat and stuff like that. So they got a real brotherhood over there, and they're going to come very strong this year. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Very nice. Well, Donna, so what are you uh, what are you studying at Tulane? What's your plans after football is all done? Mm -hmm. uh, so I've jumped around a lot of majors trying to find where I'm most comfortable at. Right now I'm studying sociology. Mm -hmm. And... I don't really know what I want to do with that major yet, but uh, there's a tie to it with like commercial real estate. I was trying to dabble in, and I seen that that plays like a little factor in it. So, so yeah, that's what I want to do with that. No, there's no doubt. There's some ties in that. It sounds like you you're looking to be an entrepreneur at some point. Yeah, I definitely want to be my own boss. I'm. I don't want to have the nine to five life. I got. I got to set you up with my guy Bradley. Man. He's an <laughs> entrepreneur for the stars. Right there. He, man's making a lot of a lot of magic happen. Most definitely. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess I look at him and he, he's a big, he's a uh, fitness exercise wise, but he's also a nutrition coach. You have, you have any sense of how many calories you, you're eating each day to, to keep that powerful frame you got? Yeah. You know, uh, keep track of yeah. That? Nutritionist came and was telling us about like how much like calorie stuff would be taking. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. There was a point where I was like actually dialed in and making come down how many calories I was taking. But as I got to camp, I was just, you know, just put this weight on, pump this iron, and just go out here and just rock out. So I ain't been keeping down how much uh, calories I've been taking. Yeah. So well, well, let me, what are you playing at right now? Uh, right now I'm 310 right now. And you're, you're trying to maintain that through camp? Yeah, I just wanted to be like 310 but like more muscle than uh, body fat. So yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have the problem with when you come to camp, you, you, you start camp at 310 and then mm – -hmm. By the camp, time camp's over, you're 295. Yeah, that's that sun. <laughs> yeah, so, but you've been able to sort of maintain, keep your hydration up. Yeah, keep as long as you're drinking water and stuff like that. You mm. should be eating over like 4K. Yeah, it's around now. Yeah. Around now. But I had the lunch. Look, uh, look, I had your Greenway Grill lunch. I mean, there was a lot of healthy options. I mean, there were calories there, but they were good calories. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, the chicken, the chicken taco bowl, and, mm -hmm. and you know, the tofu scramble, all those things they had. It was just a lot of protein-centric yeah. things that with good carbs. I mean, a lot of vegetable options. So yeah, there's definitely always they take a lot care of healthy options in the, in the grill. All right, well, let's talk about some of the bad options now. So. Hmm. Not bad, not bad. Let's just home cooking, right? Yeah. <laughs> I laugh because people ask me, my son's 13, and, and uh, Coach Fritz was asking me, I was like, Ew, he's, he's 13, all right, pretty tall. I was like, so yeah, I was about that height, Coach, but you know, I was, I was about 50 pounds heavier because I grew up on that River Parish cooking. And uh -huh. Harry's mom like keeps 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 him on track, but so so back home, what, what what's what's our favorite uh, go to meals back in, in, in Amo? My mom would be throwing it down. I like every meal from her, but like my favorite <laughs> meals would probably be when she makes a shrimp pasta or when she makes like gumbo or red beans. I'm naming a lot of food because she makes a lot of good food, but like those top three, like definitely my, right. my favorite. Well, no, I, I get it, man. You you would have asked me for a top three growing up and I would have been, I would have been like on, what is it, six or seven out of ties so, yeah. the third. <laughs> Especially for Thanksgiving. Ooh, yeah, you didn't even name that one. Yeah. So, uh, what, what's our gumbo? Is it chicken on dewy? Is it seafood? Which mm, one? Yeah, seafood gumbo. So. Seafood gumbo. All right. Yeah. 
Now, what about here? What, is there anything here that comes close to mom's cooking? Anything in New Orleans? Um, oh, yeah, they got a lot of good restaurants out there. Um, we had went to Mulats one time as a team. Yeah. And they had some good food. Uh, but when I was going out trying different stuff, I went to Bobby Eight Bears, one of my favorite restaurants. Their food's good. Manchu's got some real good Chinese food. Um, so I was telling one of the podcasts got to talk about Manchu's wings. They yeah, like the wings. yeah, yeah. They they, they uh, surf our rice and their wings are real. What well, they tell and me it's cheap too. They said Jay's wings too. Now oh, Jay's grilled wings. Oh, yeah, I had them one time and they were they was good. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah, but they got like the way they restaurant set up is weird. It's like in storage bins. So like it's like you would pass it up and be like. Is that a restaurant? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They feel good though. Right. All right. Well, look. You know, we uh, we we here. You know, I always encourage. I like to encourage. You know, we get y'all on the Fear the Wave cast, and and we we try to get y'all these NI deals. Get you a little pocket change so you can go out and try all of our culture in the, mm-hmm. in the city. So, Definitely. so y'all y'all figure out a y'all figure out a good outing when they finally let y'all free from camp. I mean, y'all on the yeah. schedule. Y'all got meetings coming up. You got a curfew at like nine thirty. Yeah. Are y'all back on campus? Um, Are you living off campus? I'm living off campus right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my last year on campus was last year. Okay, okay. Um, all right, yeah, I did that too. Um, I, I enjoyed the off campus living. Yeah, but. I was really weird until I got my car and then I was going. Because if I don't have my car myself, me, I would have been off campus. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lie. very nice. But it is good to have, you know, you, you got lots of, they take care of y'all, man. Y'all, y'all got it good in, in, in 2022, I got to tell you. But, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But that's all right. Get all the distractions out the way. Go out there and win win some football games. What what, what we got? You got any predictions for us next year? Hmm. Conference championship. What we got? I ain't like we trying to win it all. Okay. Conference championship, bowl game, everything. Undefeated season. That's the main goal. No L's. I gotcha. All right. Well, we're gonna go out on that note. You can't go out on a higher note. Yeah. So Adonis, thank you for your time, man. No problem. Glad to have you on the show. Sure, appreciate you. All right. And uh, stay healthy and let's have a good season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, and that's going to do it for the Jimmy O Show. Thank you all for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe. Please also be sure to check out the FTW Collective where you help make all of these good things happen. We'll continue to bring you guests. We will also be doing things throughout the season to sort of highlight players of the game and things of that nature. And, and look, we, we're there for your input. If there's something that you want to do with your donation that you think special, you want to highlight a special uh, charitable cause, anything like that, we're open and willing to work with you. Uh, so ftwcollective.com, y'all check that out and look out for our merchandise. It's now up via the way merchandise. Adonis has himself a shirt, uh, and, and there'll be more of that coming. So, uh, till next time, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Bradley, and roll wave.